Hey everyone, one quick note before we begin this episode. So a bit of exciting news, Scripture for Today has become its own podcast. So this week will be the last week that you can find these episodes on the Aliso Creek Church podcast. There's a link to the Scripture for Today podcast in the show notes, so click it and subscribe on Apple or Spotify, or you can listen on the new host site, which the link will direct you to. We've loved getting to make these devotionals, and we're hoping that this new format will help it to grow and expand. If you have any questions, always feel free to reach out to me. My email is nick, N-I-C-K, at alisocreekchurch.org. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouths will declare your praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The scripture for today is Philippians 2, verses 5 through 11. Let's prepare our hearts to hear from God's word as we listen to O Sacred Head, Now Wounded, by Bernard of Clairvaux, Greg Sewell, James Waddell, Alexander, and Paulus Gerhardt, arranged here by Fernando Ortega. The tune, written by Hans Leo Hostler around the turn of the 17th century, was arranged and harmonized by Johann Sebastian Bach to great effect in his St. Matthew Passion. Here, Ortega maintains the aching melody and grants each line important weight and gravity. Born 
Philippians 2, verses 5 through 11. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. This powerful text introduces us to the mind of Christ, and the description begins with an affirmation of Jesus' person and being. We read in verse 6 that Jesus was in the form of God. Form here means the true and exact nature of something. Jesus possessed all the characteristics and qualities of God. As the writer of Hebrews declares, Jesus is the radiance of the glory of God, the exact imprint of his nature. Notice that he is the radiance of the glory of God and not a mere reflector. He radiates the glory of God because he possesses it himself. But though that's the case, he humbled himself. He relinquished his rightful position and honor. And notice that this is something active. Jesus did this himself. Jesus' loss of status isn't anything that was forced upon him. Instead, he emptied himself he took the form of a servant. Soren Kierkegaard comments, He humbled himself. The infinite qualitative difference between Christ and every other man lies indeed in this. And this is the mindset that we are called to have. So I want to ask, how willing are you to humble yourself, to lay aside your pride, to give up position and status for the good of others? Unlike Christ, who gave up what was rightfully his, we're constantly grasping at that which isn't ours. And as soon as we acquire a degree of power and recognition, we have a tendency to cling to it for dear life. I listened to a story a while back about Bernie Madoff, who was sentenced to 150 years in prison for running the biggest fraud scheme in U.S. history. The podcast featured several interviews with Madoff. And in those interviews, we learned that Madoff came from humble beginnings, and he was driven ultimately to a 150-year prison sentence by a desire to be somebody. He wanted recognition. He wanted power. And he was willing to ruin his own life and the lives of so many others in order to acquire it. Now, while you may not be running a massive Ponzi scheme that will end in a long-term prison sentence and the financial ruin of many, at least I'm hoping that's the case, this desire for power and status is real and pervasive something that we all deal with at some level. This is why we need the mind of Christ, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. But the story doesn't end there. We go on to read in verses 9 through 11, Therefore God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord 
to the glory of God the Father. If the gospel story ended with the humiliation of Christ, with him dead and buried in the ground, we cannot call it good news. If we were merely presented with our sin in contrast to an example of perfect righteousness, we would not be in good shape. Passages like this would be cause for mourning, not celebration. But God raised Jesus from the dead and seated him at his right hand, giving him a name that is above every name. In Jesus' resurrection and ascension and heavenly session, we have the assurance that sin and death have been defeated. Jesus took on the burden of our sin and failure, our power grabbing, our lack of humility at the cross. And as a result, as Paul writes in Colossians 2, the record of our debt has been canceled there and the power of sin has been triumphed over. So friends, in freedom now, let us take on the mind of Christ, recognizing that we don't need to grasp for power and position because in Christ, we have a status higher than anything we could have dreamed of for ourselves. Close now with this prayer from the Book of Common Prayer. Almighty and everlasting God, in your tender love for us, you sent your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, to take upon himself our nature and to suffer death upon the cross, giving us the example of his great humility. Mercifully grant that we may walk in the way of his suffering and come to share in his resurrection through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit one God, forever and ever. Amen.